0: Hello everybody, welcome to It Was Tuesday uh, with your host, James Chen, a.k.a. Jay Chenzor. Obviously, a uh, lot of things going on in the fighting game community, but obviously the biggest thing that we've all been talking about recently is that Street Fighter VI is out. And uh, it is now available for us to play, and it is... Uh, man, I gotta tell you something, man. (laughs) In the 4.5, I guess, days that this game has been out, I have, like, the advancement of tech and how strong people have gotten and just the amount of discoveries people are making and the level of play is just completely, completely out of this world right now. I can't believe... Uh, The level of play that we're already seeing from people. I mean, it's just an indication of what the fighting game community is like and how fast people discover stuff and optimize things. And honestly, a lot of it is helped by the fact that the game itself has so many good tools. I can't even tell you. That frame meter bar, again, if you've looked at the frame meter uh, in the game and you don't know what it is, I have a little 20-minute tutorial out there for everybody. I know I promised that I would have a shorter version. I just never got around to making that yet. And then also, I need to make a part two. I promise I'll be uh, getting that up there as well. But uh, honestly, like the... uh, those tools that they have in-game, all the reversal options, uh, just everything that they've done makes it so quick to lab. And the ability for us to get to optimal, optimized levels so fast. Like, there's so much you can do with that frame meter for labbing. Like, it is ridiculous the amount of uh... labbing and just information on what you're doing right and wrong that exists on that thing and uh... oh gosh it has made everybody crazy but you know let's just get started with some impressions here really quick and just talk about my experience i haven't even had a chance to do world tour yet uh... i haven't had a chance to do world tour uh... lord sovereign uh... asks you know what do you think about people saying the menus are too convoluted uh, they are <laughs> They absolutely the menus are by far the worst part about Street Fighter 6, but that is because they tried so hard to throw uh, so many things and options and ability to do stuff. So, it's not just the training mode menus that are confusing and again, I have a guide for training mode up there as well on the channel that uh, shows you how to set everything up. I should probably do an errata on that now that the game is out and a few things have changed. Uh, but honestly, like even just going through the regular settings, like I could never figure out where I'm supposed to go to set my cool challenge cards or where I'm supposed to go to, you know, like, why is it that every time I try to pick a character in training mode, it's always defaults to modern, etc., cetera, et cetera, It's, it's, uh, the UI has a lot to be desired. The UX, I'm going to say has a lot to be desired right the UI is fine it's the UX right it's the user experience where they hit everything in the menus and again as a person who one of my literal jobs at my last programming gig was to design the UI of something and make it as intuitive as possible parts of the Street Fighter 6 menu hurts my soul <laughs> hurts me to my very core uh, however what I will say though is like <laughs> Complaining about the menus and just being like, God, these menus are awful. And, like, that's, like, as deep as the frustration and hate can go. I mean, like, if that's where everybody is going to be, like, man, worst thing about this game is the menus. It's, like, (laughs) success. I mean, honestly, like, If that's where people are going with their frustrations and complaints, this might be... I mean, seriously, Street Fighter V was one of the worst fighting game launches, like, I can remember. And, like, seriously, it's like, boop, 180, dude. We have 180 because, seriously... I mean, even Dogra said in uh, a tweet that Fugu uh, translated that uh Nemo was even saying he was like we're three days into this game we still haven't found any crazy bugs like nobody is really complaining about anything he was like this is really really impressive and think about this oh yeah i was just about to say this exact same thing best of five show uh no major server issues on launch we haven't had a fighting game where that's happened at all in recent memory every fighting game on launch has had a problem and I mean is the webpage of has KOF 15 matchmaking been fixed yet that webpage it's probably still there (laughs) right there was literally uh has KOF 15 matchmaking is it still broken yeah there's literally a website that someone created and uh it still says yes on that site and this game has been out for uh over a year like that site is still in existence and uh the fact that street fighter five i mean dude i was watching uh um who was it it was uh punk punk played Marn on twitch yesterday And when they started playing each other, the ping was like 263 milliseconds or 280 milliseconds. And when the fight started, like Punk saw the numbers and was like, Oh yeah, I don't don't know if this is going to work. Like this might be the limits of CFN. And then they were playing and it looked like they were doing fine. And like literally Punk was like, this is still actually better (laughs) than like some of the good connections in Street Fighter V. Like, it is some wizardry. Yeah, they definitely disabled the private lobbies for a while on day one, so they did have issues, but they fixed it. Like, it's fixed. <laughs> People can do it now, you know? And it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. What's up, Foxy Grandpa? I just saw you in the chat over there. Uh, obviously, to everybody else as well, Gundam Jihudi Kai. Uh, Shay, great to see you, Shay, uh, here. Uh, Jenkins, of course, always happy to see you guys and everything like that. Dude, Foxy Grandpa, you played Choo Choo from China? You played him from China? That is ridiculous, dude. China to the United Kingdom. That's crazy, dude. What's up, Feefrock Man? Uh, Dude, that's absolutely nuts. And yeah, like the netcode has just been uh, almost like flawless, knock on wood. I don't want to say, say, you know. (coughs) Uh, What's up, Professor Maven? What's going on? Uh, But like, I cannot believe how good the netcode is right now. And it, it's just, uh, like I said, I haven't even started World Tour yet. And Olaf, my, my tenant here, has already finished it. <laughs> he, he, he just beat it earlier today. And, like, he's over the moon on the World Tour stuff because, you know, uh, if you're an SNK fan, you know, you like all the little touches and the story, you're really impressed. Into like the character stuff and you know he's in love with the little interactions that you have with the characters the texts and he says that this game has done more for fleshing out characters uh, personalities in Street Fighter than any other Street Fighter ever has. Like, this game has literally had more personality and character development than anything that he's ever seen. Even with the story mode being of, like, whatever, right? The story mode... I mean, he even said he thought the story mode was was fine. He, he enjoys it. But, like, honestly, like... It's not that, it's the little interactions with everybody, even the artwork that you could unlock, and a lot of, like, yeah, he is telling me that, like, his favorite thing has been Cammy and World Tour, but nobody spoil anything about that, but, like, it's really, really, uh he's just, like, he also says he loves the fact that most of the characters all just seem like big dorks, like, they're all just kind of, like, goof heads in this world and everything like that and it's just really cool yeah for sure i've seen a few disconnects here and there as well which have led by the way to some hilarious commentary moments (laughs) if you've actually uh god i retweeted this because it was hilarious or at least i liked it i think uh, if you guys actually saw the clip of someone got rage quit on, oh yeah, okay, here we go. I gotta play this on stream for you guys because this was just hilarious over here. Let me see if I can get this up over here. Uh, let's see the display here, like this, and then there was this video here. Wait a minute. Ooh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Ooh. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa whoa whoa. Oh man. Oh, what's up, Ray? Yeah, so whatever trigger that was triggering my speech and obviously there's three different things for me to say in that trigger. That trigger continued to repeat on the uh on the uh rage quit. <laughs> Wait a minute! (laughs) I think you're right. I think I need to make that uh, 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 a sub a sub sound or something like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go tweet the guy who actually uh, posted that and ask him if I can take that. I mean, like, it's weird, being like, hey, am I allowed to use your clip of my own voice? But you know what? It's He caught it, and so it's his moment. I'll give him that. So, I mean, that's about as good as a, uh, that's about as good as a rage quit voiceover thing, um, that you can get, right? So, oh man, uh, I, Ozzy Roth, I put it in the, I put it in the chat just now, so, uh, But I saw that clip and I just started dying, dude. Oh, it was so good. But, um, yeah, definitely some disconnects uh, here and there. Uh, Obviously, that was a rage quit. It's a different thing. But, I mean, again, on launch for a game... Okay, Well, let's just get to this part, right? The previous Steam record for concurrence was... Like 36,000 for a fighting game. I think it was held by either Tekken or Dragon Ball Fighters or something like that. And then on day one, if I'm not sure, it uh, oh it was by MK. Okay, thank you, Salt Mine League. And on day one, Street Fighter got to 64,000 concurrence on Steam, which means it doubled the record on day number one. And, of course, uh, if we... Oh, multiverses? That's a good question, actually. I'm not sure. Um, but in terms of just, you know, traditional side side non-platform fighting games, uh, to have that many concurrence... And, you know, on day one, you're like, of course, day one. Everybody... Wants to play it, right? Everyone, yeah, for a paid fighting game, I guess is the best way uh, to, to say it. Because Multiverses is free to play, for sure. Um, the idea that, like, of course, on launch day, it's going to break the record. And then what does everything do, right? The After launch, it goes, do 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 But since then, and... <laughs> For those people at home, uh, I had an accompanying graph curve drop, as I said. Uh, but like, <laughs> for those only listening uh, to the podcast, uh, but um, the record got broken. They got to seventy thousand concurrence on uh, on on Steam. So it's actually only gone up. <laughs> which is amazing i mean tuning into twitch <coughs> <coughs> obviously i'm allergic to twitch i'm actually just allergic to all their new ad policies um like the the twitch actually had like uh like up to uh what do you call it um yeah like 70k views or something like that uh <coughs> But yeah, it's it's crazy. Like the the amount of goodwill that I have been seeing from uh, for this game, and just how many people are so excited to play this game, and just like everybody's like, oh, I really want to get back into Street Fighter again. This is the first Street Fighter, dude. It's it's like really really. Uh, it's encouraging and it's exciting and this is what i was hoping for and and what's great about it is you know depending on who you are the game has something for everyone like i said olaf has been obsessed with world tour mode and he's like yeah i bought an action rpg and i got a free fighting game on the side you know (laughs) that's how he feels about it and so like that's super 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 cool. Oh dang, saltmindly, you guys had 1.k viewers on on Sunday. Huh, nice. Nice. Uh and yeah, like it's yeah, exactly, Caramel Jenkins, as someone who was around the Street Fighter 2 heyday in the 90s, this is really taking me back to the vibe back then. Yeah, and for those of you who were around during that time, like it feels like that, but now we have the internet. <laughs> now we have the internet so i was playing so karn says a good sign for this game i was playing with a friend from my friend group in final fantasy 14 her boyfriend wanted her to play she had never touched a fighting game she loves it yeah and that was the other thing i wanted to mention too was that they have reached a million players that was like on day two or day three or something like that they have reached a million players, yeah, I mean, I don't think that uh Street Fighter Six is going to beat Mortal Kombat One in sales or anything like that because Mortal Kombat is a whole nother thing, right, but Street Fighter for having a pure, pure fighting game that's not even free to play, that you know uh is a niche genre to have this kind of success early on is great and I am really, really hoping, yeah, I mean, this is, like Foxy Grandpa says, it's still the birth of a new era for fighting games, but can we maintain this, though, right? But that's the thing, right? I was having a conversation with another friend. We were talking about fighting game attraction and retention. Street Fighter 6 in my opinion this is what we were debating about but I feel like Street Fighter is one of the only fighting games that can actually achieve this kind of success just because of its history because it has the it's established right but it also has that retention ability we've all said it uh, and I don't think anyone would disagree with you that if Street Fighter V wasn't a Street Fighter game, it probably would have lasted two years and been gone, right? Like Street Fighter is is just another level of of what to expect, right? Like you can make a Grand Blue Fantasy versus, you can make a fighting game out of another successful IP. Obviously, if you're Smash Brothers, you can't beat Mario, Link. Pikachu and Samus, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, Street Fighter is like the game that is a fighting game. You know, when you hear about Street Fighter, that's what you expect, right? You expect fighting game. And so I feel like it's the one game that has the ability to achieve this kind of level. And we see what happens, right? Street Fighter V came out and just was not a good product uh, on release. And it really hurt the game. But Street Fighter 6 is like legit a good video game. Like it doesn't even have to be uh it doesn't even have oh, we'll get there, Doc Helmet. We'll get there. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Uh but it does it, like it's just like I don't even remember what I was saying anymore. But like, like it's just it's just uh, I'm so excited to see where Street Fighter 6 is right now. And um <laughs> I mean, one of the things that me and Olaf were talking about, uh, not and a Holy Sock, you know, each of the new DLC characters may add a new section, right? Like Chun-Li has her Chinatown. So, like, when they add Rashid, like, maybe it'll actually be another area. Maybe they'll put him somewhere else, or they'll add a little, uh, you know, Middle Eastern uh, country war- section for him or something like that. Uh, but, you know, there's definitely that, possibility and maybe why we're only getting four characters in season one because now it's not just here's this character here you get to play him now now it's like here's this character we've got to create all this dialogue all this extra art we got to write all this extra story here they can't just drop a a, a half-completed Alex and just be like here you go here you go his legs are backwards and he has french fries for hair but he's playable, so there you go. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, honestly, 92 Metacritic, as Shay says in the chat, you know, is Game of the Year nominee potential, right? Obviously, there's going to be a lot of other—I mean, look, Street Fighter Six is not winning Game of the Year for any sort of major publications— uh, it's just not going to, regardless of how good the score is, because there's just, it's just, it's like I said, fighting games are still a niche. Fighting games are still a niche, no matter what. So, but, um, it's just this, I'm, like, I'm just kind of, like, of just effusive praise for the game right now, so I'm just so excited for what they've done, and honestly, the gameplay is, that, is, like, in the first four days, like, yeah, people are complaining about JP. People are complaining about Honda and people are complain Like, Honda, JP, and DJ, right, are the three characters that I think most people are complaining about. It's interesting that even Kimberly hate has subsided a little bit. She did get nerfed a little bit, but in a way that's, I think, completely fair, right? Uh, but, like even coming out for a completely brand new fighting game with all these new system y- yeah people complaining about every character is great <laughs> good good um but you know uh so far so good we've had all these launch tournaments and you know nothing has seemed broken we've seen different characters winning and as much as everybody's complaining about everything like you know a player like Chris T seems to be the strongest that I've seen so far, because obviously he has a much stronger understanding of how to manage his overdrive gauge uh, than a lot of other people. Oh, Crimson? Oh, God. Crimson makes me wish, I I mean, mad that Sim is back in the game. But, you know, like, uh, I mean, people are, okay, see, Caramel Jenkins, you're just making me go there, aren't you? Oh, well, they're complaining about modern geef. Okay, modern geef, not classic geef. Not classic Eve. I will say, and you know, uh Duck Helmet mentioned this earlier, I just seem to have this magical ability to gravitate towards low-tier characters without having known that they were low-tier in the first place. I will say that I do think, and again, this is day what four opinion. It's game is brand new, long way to go. This is initial. Gut reaction, but I think Zangief is ass right now. <laughs> I think he's so bad right now. I think he's not very good. I I don't even think classic Zangief is very good. Um, I uh, Zangief versus J.P. is a nightmare. Uh, his damage is absolutely nuts. So when you do kill people, it's like you will just be cackling with glee. But, uh, in the immortal words of many a fighting game player, he needs it. (laughs) He needs it. Uh, like, honestly, like, oh, God, they need to give him more. But I'm not doing this to myself (laughs) anymore. I'm not doing this. I'm not going to play Zangief. I'm not gonna play Zangie at this point. I, I, I've i got Kimberly, who is clearly an extremely strong character. Cammy seems, uh, I mean, the biggest complaint about Cammy right now is that her damage is low. Uh, I mean, like, you, Mar- Marisa, like, she whiff punishes a button with crouching strong, and you've lost, like, 60% of your life, right? Kami has to spend so much meter and do so much work, even just to drain, like to just to do three thousand damage. Uh, so that's definitely her weakness. But she seems very, very strong. She's very. Oh, trust me, Cameraman. I want to keep playing Zangief. That's why I keep putting out Zangief tech on the internet right now because I'm trying to help other people. But it's so funny because the first day I'm playing Zangief, and I'm just like, God, I cannot do it. I think this character's bad. Like. I don't know if he's going to be good. I I think he kind of sucks. And then people in chat were like, "That's day one. And actually Snake Eyes has been winning with him really well. You should go and watch his matches. I was like, that's a great idea. And when my stream ended, Snake Eyes was streaming. So I raided him and I hung out with him for a while. And all Snake Eyes was saying is, man, why does this character have to work so hard to do the same thing everybody else does? Like, they don't want to let him have fun. Like, he just, he was, like, he was actually kind of mad (laughs) as well. I mean, I was winning all right, J Dog. I was winning all right, but like, you could see, I could tell that there were, he was, he had issues. I could tell he had some issues. And regardless, that's the thing, right? This is, the, this is the thing about... I was... I have been watching Itazan, actually. I've been watching him, and he's uh, strangely doing really well, but it's weird. But uh, honestly, like, uh, this is the key thing to uh, playing fighting games well. There have been a lot of streams where I have played Lucia and lost... And maybe only won like 50% of my matches or maybe even less. But I'll come away from that session being like, that was a really good session. Like, I felt like I had a better groove and whatever. You know, when I was losing, I understood that I was still playing well. On the opposite side, even when you're winning, sometimes you can tell that you're still not playing well or that the character is not Fulfilling the the roles that they need to fill, the 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 pure numbers of winning and losing don't ever properly dictate whether a character a character strength or the or the or the uh, performance in a session. You know what I mean? So I I think I won over fifty percent of my matches with Zangief when I was playing that last time. But like I know he was not like I was getting away with murder. And uh, I know that the more... Like, I could see all the things that different individuals were doing. And I feel like if you combine them together, which a lot of top players will do, like, I just don't feel like Zangief is... Going to be able to be effective. I even asked Brutus too. I was like, Brutus, please tell me you're having success with him. And then uh, that way, you know, I could just, I know that I just suck with the character. And Brutus just posted up a picture and just said, and the picture said like, "Uh, I cannot say what I want to say without being banned or something like that. (laughs) Oh, man. And that's the worst thing about it, right? Like, grapplers are always good on launch, regardless of how bad they are. And as time goes, grapplers get worse. Zangief is starting off very mid. (laughs) And grapplers always get worse over time. And so, yeah, (laughs) I'm trying to escape while I can. And I'm trying to play some more Kami. And I'll probably go to Kimberly. I haven't tried Geef with modern controls, but I don't really have any interest in trying it, uh, to be honest with you right now. So, I mean, again, don't forget that Itazan was also doing well with Zangief in Street Fighter V when the character clearly sucked. And uh, Itazan kept Zangief getting nerfed. <laughs> <laughs> it was Itazan's fault. Itazan and Kichipa's fault that Zangief kept getting nerfed uh, because they would do so well with them in tournaments. So Itazan is just that guy, uh, honestly. Uh, I mean, honestly, Caramel Jenkins, I think the, the reason why, the, the the best way to get out of the hole is to either play Manon or Lily. And I know Lily isn't necessarily really strong right now, but... Um, But, uh, I mean, I feel like she's better than Zangief in any case. So, (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's really interesting how excited he is about this Zangief, you know, uh, how much he's enjoying him. And uh, when I watch him play, he's not doing anything particularly different than, you know, like, he's not using tech that I'm like, whoa, I never thought of that. He's just really smart. And he's just outplaying people, right? But that's what Itazan does. He's able to outplay people with, uh, you know, just, I mean, he's one of the Virtua Fighter gods for God's sake, dude. Like, Virtua Fighter is all about reading your opponent. And so, I mean, uh, Itazan being really strong with Zangief makes sense. Uh, a lot of people... Okay, I mean, people are asking about a lot of these different characters. Uh, let's kind of just go through them one by one as they appear in my chat. So, uh, Enders ask, what do people think of Jamie? A lot of Jamie mains are frustrated. Uh, a lot of people who made Jamie feel like he's at the bottom end. So right now, it feels like to me, outside of Itazan, Zangief and Jamie players are kind of in the most doom and gloom area right now. Like, it feels like clearly to me, these are the two characters that are considered weak. Uh, Jamie, I mean, the biggest complaint for Jamie is that you have to put in so much work to build the, the drunken level, and then it just resets, whereas Manon's like, I'm gonna build metals doing what I normally do, whereas Jamie's like, I have to give up pressure to drink! Because he's kind of like how Jury was when uh, she first came out in Five, which was like every other character's like, knock you down, pressure. Jury's like, knock you down, back away. <laughs> you know, and like she just lost all of her pressure building up Fuhajin, right? And it, it, it kind of sucked. Uh, they eventually buffed her to the point that she works, but that's how a lot of people feel about Jamie right now. Uh, So a lot of people are feeling like, you know, you have to work this hard for Jamie and then the round ends. And guess what? Time to do it again. (laughs) Time to do the whole thing again. So I was wondering if it would have been better if they just made it so that it takes two drinks to achieve what one drink does right now and just let him keep it. I like the resetting, though, because at least it's different than Manon, right? Like it doesn't feel... Like otherwise, it just feels like he's a he's a fighting version of Manon. So I like the fact that the round starts that he has to be this way. But you know, you could obviously buff a lot of things because even when I was analyzing the Zangief videos, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, he looks so good!" Even during those Zangief videos, I was like, uh, "It's really going to depend." on how good his standing medium kick, etc., etc., are. And that is one of his biggest problems, is that all of his pokes are really terrible. Like, Zangief's standing medium kick has great range. It hits so far. Boy, that thing is laggy. And boy, that thing is whiff punishable like you can't even imagine. So he can't really use it, right? And so Jamie, it's not necessarily the drink levels that's holding him back. Like, literally, uh... Sh- if, if uh, Jamie, you just improved small things here and there, I think the character will be just fine. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of top 100 Jamie's for sure, Cor- Corlath, because I think he's just a popular character. He's cool, he's attractive, he's, he's sick, you know, and so I think a lot of people really like uh, to play that character. So, um, but uh let's see right exactly Manon builds the medals doing that's what I was trying to say is that Manon builds the medals from playing her game whereas Jamie has to disrupt his flow to get the drinks in which is kind of a little bit uh strange about that so uh from a style perspective yeah every character's been a home run J-Dog for sure uh, Professor Maven mentions Kimberly losing a reversal. It's not even just losing a reversal. I found out the hard way, at least it was playing offline with friends, that her regular Tatsu does not anti-air anymore. <laughs> Some would jump at me and I Tatsu that I just got hit out of my head. I was like, "What? what? Did I do the wrong move? Like Her regular Tatsu no longer is a DP. It does not anti-air. So only the EX one anti-airs now. However, Kimberly still has one of the best normal anti-airs in the game. Her crouching heavy punch is still one of the best anti-air normals in the game. So it's not a huge nerf to her. And her losing the EXDP to get out of sticky situations, so she has to respect plus frames more. She has a little bit more trouble getting out of the corner, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. I mean, like, even as I played her and, like, it feels fair to me. (laughs) Uh, it feels absolutely fair to me. Oh, don't even worry about it, Mike. Like, I have plenty of Kimberly Tech. I love playing her. I think she's still very, very strong, even losing that uh, EX uh, DP. So, uh... Yeah, there's not a lot of Kimberlys right now, I think, but I think a lot of people are just kind of obsessed with using the characters that weren't in the betas, uh, uh, for example. So, uh, you'd have to seriously retool Jamie to change his drink system. His level 2 would be massively devalued if you could keep drink levels in any way. Yeah, exactly. Perfect example right there. Would simply buffing lariat be enough to make Zangief viable, make it a proper anti-air projectile defense? I mean, if you just made the startup of it a little bit better, because it's not even a true anti-air; it just doesn't have any hitboxes like up uh, uh, more on the top. But like half the characters, if you if he does the lariat late enough, uh, every character can punch Zangief in the legs with a jump attack. Like, he starts the Lariat, but his hitboxes stay on his legs, and he just gets punched in the knees, and then he dies. Like, uh, the Lariat is... I mean, Zangief... This is the worst defense Zangief has ever had in his entire life. Exspd should be a legit wake-up. Like, even if it's five frames, he should be invulnerable for, like, the first four frames or something like that. He is absolutely helpless in the corner. And it sucks because the whole thing about Zangief, right? The, the, the mindset of a Zangief in the old school days, right? Obviously, modern grapplers are a little bit different. But the, the, uh, st- the idea of Zangief was always, you know what? He can't really jump at you, but you could never really jump at him. It's hard for him to pressure you, but it's also hard for you to pressure him. And that was kind of the idea for grapplers. Right now, they've kind of brought him back. So it's like he can't jump at you and he has trouble pressuring you. The problem is everybody can jump at him and everybody can pressure him. So like the the trade-offs don't exist for him right now. (coughs) He's, he, yeah, it's like I said, I don't want to get into it because if I get into Zangief right now, I'm just going to be super doom and gloom. About it. Because I'm just going to be like. This character is. He's. Like. I, I even just want to be like. Yeah. He's mid tier. But like. Part of me is like. This character is actually just ass. Dude. Like. I feel like this character is really bad. <laughs> mm. But. Um. I'm. I'm trying. Holy sock, I'm trying to complain about him. So they'll buff him. Um. But yeah, uh, I did. Oh, there was somebody else who brought up another character. Oh, Honda. Honda. Someone in the chat asked, How do I think they got away with making a Honda play the way that he does? Uh, I think we're not used to it just yet. And the other thing, too, that's really advantageous is those who have played Honda from five going to six, like his gameplay barely changed. <laughs> He barely changed. And so a lot of his strategies still work. So David literally just went from Street Fighter V Honda. It's like I said in on commentary, right? He's just an upgraded version. So David went from E-Honda to E Acura at this point. And so uh he's just doing the same thing he did last time. <laughs> he's just doing the exact same thing with the character. And so he uh Honda's really strong right now. I think we'll figure it out as he goes a little bit, uh, as we go a little bit longer. Uh, but clearly he's also the new boxer, right? I mean, he's Brian F's minus four meme because all of his headbutts are minus four now. So he's minus four, minus four, minus four, minus four. Uh, of course, they, they, they traded it because now the hand slaps are much more punishable. Where I mean, the the light hands, for example, are minus four. The medium and heavy hands are very punishable, whereas before, the hands were either plus or safe. But he is clearly very strong. I think we'll figure out a little bit more. Uh, When you watched Julio play against Honda, Uh, at that Game Lab tournament in Riverside, for example, he was able to fight David properly. Like He knew already that if you block the the butt slam on the way up, you can jump in the air and punch Honda before he actually slams down on you. So he just got used to blocking it on the way up, jump back and hit punch, and it would hit Honda out of the air, etc., etc. So I think uh, um, um, he will definitely get... We'll figure him out a little bit more and more and more and more, right? So, uh I mean, Honda hasn't really ever been one of the strongest characters in the series. He was never very good in in any of the Street Fighter 2 games. Uh In Street Fighter 4, he was always, you know, mid-high-ish. Mid like, I don't think Honda's ever really truly been top tier. Most—no, Honda was awful in Alpha 3, uh mainly because in my opinion i think honda and blanca are two of the hardest archetypes to balance i think honda and blanca the the defensive fortress characters with an instant charge move are two of the hardest characters are are, are, is, is one of the hardest character archetypes to balance Because you'll see that those characters have either ended up... Like, Blanca is either, like, stupidly broken or just, like, not good. Like, I've never seen a Blanca that's, like, (laughs) mid-tier. Like, mid-tier is either really, really strong or he's... Or Blanca is really, really weak. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah. uh, Honda is... uh, Like I said, I think people will figure him out. Blanca seems really super nutty. (laughs) He is crazy, dude. Like the stuff that he does with the Blanca Chan doll is terrifying now. And he looks like he might actually, uh, he has potential to be very strong. I think Blanca, once people start getting more used to him and starting to find more of the tech with him, I think Blanca's going to end up being really, really strong in this game. Uh, I think DJ is... I, I'm not convinced yet that like he's super broken, but a lot of people are saying he's crazy because he has a lot of plus frames. He has like more plus frames, it seems, than most characters do. And, of course, he has all those feints. The light up kick is just... I mean, what were they thinking with that move? But, you know, right now we're just not used to it because we see him do a move and it's like, he attacked. Let me punish it. And then he's totally, you know, he's free to attack on the way down. It's very similar to how I felt about um, uh, uh, Anji's Ko in Guilty Gear Strive, when he does the DP, and then he can hit the button on the way down. Whenever I fought him, when the game first came out, he would do code. I'd be like, time to punish his DP! And then i just get hit in the face. Like, DJ's kind of the same way right now. Uh, so I think... Oh, his drive rush is crazy! DJ's drive rush, like, sends him clearly across the screen. <laughs> cl- cl- all the way across the screen. It's, like, crazy. Oh, uh, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, I don't know if 5 Honda, I mean, you could call 5 Honda being the strongest Honda, because like I said, Honda's just never really been super strong. So it is, so he's good, but I mean, a lot of people still put Honda at the bottom of the tier list. Like, you look at most tier lists, Honda's almost always down there. And sure enough, Honda is a character that you rarely saw at tournaments. So he was pretty weak. Okay, okay. Infragram, you're, you're right. HD Remix Honda is dumb. Oh, holy crap. Oh my God, that character is dumb. But that is why we do not talk about that game. We do not mention that game, and we especially do not talk about HD Remix Honda. We we do not mention HD Remix Honda for very very specific reasons. Oh, man! Uh, who's who's Vi using right now, Mike Lee? Who's 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 Vi using? Uh, oh, he's using he's using Blanca. <laughs> oh my God! Uh... Do they usually do mid-season balance patches? I would imagine they'd have the potential. Like, if they did a balance patch, but a very minor one, like, after EVO, I think that would be fair. Like, I don't think that they should do it, uh, up to this point. Like, they should not do any changes until after EVO. Once EVO's over, I think it's fair game to put a patch, but, um... Uh, I just don't think, uh, we should do anything right now. Um... But uh, they could balance with every character release because there's going to be at least four in one year. Yeah, absolutely. They could do that. They could do that. Yeah, but like I said, I think Blanca looks scary, and to hear that Vi is just like killing everybody with Blanca, I mean, doesn't surprise me. Makes sense to me right now. Uh, let me take a look with the character list over here. <coughs> Because uh, we can just talk about everybody as we go through this. Um, or I, I can actually do it off the top of my head if I just use my character order thing. Ryu seems really good right now. I'm, I'm glad Ryu is, is strong. I mean, I'm playing Zangief and like I feel like uh, Ryu's fireballs are a problem. Like, Zangief has always done fairly decently against projectiles because of Lariat has always been, you know, pretty decent. But as the years have gone on, Lariat keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And, like, in Street Fighter V, Lariat was really hard to go through projectiles with. Dude, in Street Fighter 6, like, I don't... I don't even... Lariat is a combo tool, dude. Like, it barely anti-airs. You use it in combos, and it doesn't give you any pressure, oaky pressure whatsoever, and it just doesn't hit. I mean, you it requires like 3,000 IQ lariats to get through a fireball and punish fireballs, dude. The worst thing about it is when you whiff a lariat, he is sitting there forever. Forever and I literally fought somebody that every time I larried it, he just activated drive impact and I died Because <laughs> I couldn't slide away fast enough He would have get uh, he would block one hit or two hits absorb it and hit me And if I did slide away for so he didn't absorb it the drive impact would reach me and punish me anyway <laughs> Because after the lariat stops he's sitting there for like a thousand years Jesus Christ, man. So, I actually had trouble fighting Ryu's, although it seems like you're supposed to use Drive Impact to punish Ryu's Fireball a little bit more often, which I didn't do. So, uh, maybe it'll be different the next time I play against Ryu. Uh, But, honestly, like, I'm glad Ryu is strong again. And and I like the fact that they kind of leaned into the... uh, into the... uh, You're the one who brought it up, Duck Helmet. Uh, I I, I feel like I'm glad that Ryu leans a little bit more into the Third Strike style of Ryu, which is, is just that he hits like a truck. And I love that about him. And the fireball game is really strong again. And I think that's really cool. I'm really happy with that. Ken seems extremely good, like really, really strong. That might be a little bit biased because of uh, watching what Chris Tatarian is doing with Ken, but the way he plays Ken doesn't feel like it's one of those, hey, you're falling for shenanigans, like it's really solid. Again, you know, there's a difference between seeing somebody win and realizing that they're getting away with stuff. And seeing someone win and seeing that the way that they're winning is very solid regardless if you figured out what he's doing or not. And that's what it feels like Chris is doing. He he had a stronger understanding of how to manage the overdrive gauge. He was also really, really good at mixing up between what he was doing. The mix-ups he were doing were real. Very few things were okie-dokes or shenanigans. So, I think Ken is really, really strong right now. I think he is really strong at this point. Chun Li, I think, is really strong, but I'm um, talking to Chun Li players themselves. They feel like she might be a little underwhelming as well. So, uh, I've definitely, you know, spoke with a few Chun Li players, and they're definitely a little bit. Uh, you know, on the downplaying side of their character. Again, not saying that as a means of insult, but uh, just, you know, obviously they're feeling like the character could use a little love. I think Chun-Li's amazing right now because she has a legit fireball uppercut game because her DP is an instant, and she has great normal range, and her stand fears can be cancelled in the stance. Oh, and by the way, you can block while you're in stance, which is... Absolutely crazy to me. Uh, I think that uh, uh, she seems pretty strong, but like I said, that's just from my experience fighting her, and I think that she's really, really hard to deal with, Uh, but I would trust the Chun-Li player's opinions more, so it seems like to me that a lot of people are considering her a little bit on the weaker side. Uh, for now. Yeah, I think that's really what it's going to be, Gundam Jehudi Kai. You know, you say uh, her fundamentals feel super strong. I really feel like that's the case for her. That once you get the fundamentals down, that she is going to be really, really, really uh, 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 good. But it's just going to take a while for you to, for players to really kind of acclimate into that. Um, Guile? I mean, do we really even have to say? <laughs> I mean... The, the the only the only joy that comes out of this is that Guile gets out-zoned by JP. So, how does it feel, Guile? How does it feel, huh? Huh? But, <laughs> uh, but outside of that, Guile is clearly, obviously, a very, very strong character. And is really, really good. And, uh, again, a lot of it comes down from the fact that the projectiles are strong. Um... And I'm glad projectiles are strong again, because that's kind of a hallmark of Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2, you know, really kind of built itself on very, very powerful projectiles. And so, uh, Guile seems really, really good, and uh, I think he's uh, obviously going to be a very uh, toppish tier character. Uh, for quite some time, quite some time, especially because I don't think Capcom is going to be crazy enough to do any sort of major balance shakeups anytime until after Evo. Like I said, we're all practicing right now. I wouldn't do anything except maybe buff Zangief uh, until, uh, you know, after Evo. So, um,. I think Kyle. I mean, Knuckle Doo is number one on CFN right now. I think it is, and he did it with uh, largely with Guile, right? Guile and Cami, I think. But I think more Guile. I'm not sure. <clears throat> I know Plunk is playing a lot of Cami. So, uh, but uh, Blanca, Blanca. We talked about Blanca already. We talked about Honda already. Uh, I talked about Zangief. Uh, Dalsam, I mean, Mr. Crimson's already making Dalsum look. I, the head roll being bufferable, like, what were you doing? <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> head roll in the fireballs and head roll in the teleports. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, oof, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. So, Dalson seems like he's going to be pretty strong. I think Dalsum is, uh, is going to be a very good character, uh, which is fine. Again, like, he deserves to be a... <sighs> that hurt to say, uh, oh. he deserves to be good. No, he doesn't! Nerf him! Make Dalsum suck, please! <laughs> okay, I got that out of my system. In any case, you know, it's nice that Zang, uh, that Dalsum is actually, you know, you know, Still decently strong, so... Mm. Yeah, Dhalsim is a character that never seems to be bottomed here. And gee, I wonder why. You're a freaking stretchy character, dude. He's... Oh, God, he's so good. He's so good. Any case. Uh Yeah, CVS2 is the closest time that he's been bottomed here. Um, okay, so... uh Talked about his name, Dalsam. So, needless to say, Dalsam is going to be a problem. And he's just going to be a character that's just going to get stronger and stronger. And Fudo is using (laughs) Dalsam? What? What? (laughs) I see that from Wingblade, and I see that from Goma. Fudo went to (laughs) Dalsam? What the heck? Oh, my God. That is terrifying. Oh, man. Okay. Um... I don't want to. I mean, remember Tokido used Dalsam in Street Fighter Cross Tekken? <laughs> Tokido used Dalsam and Jack. That was his team. He had a Jack Dalsam uh, in Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Scared to see what Fudo's going to do with, with Dalsam. Um, all right, Kami. Uh, Kami is the other character I'm really looking into. Kami... Like, it's interesting. Everyone's number one complaint about Kami right now is that she doesn't do any damage. Her combos are very weak. And in order to get beefy combos, it costs a lot of meter to use. You have to use a lot of meter. The thing about it is, yes, her damage is low. And, like, if, I mean, like, the only reason why you could be mad about the fact that her damage is low is that Marisa. Doesn't have a harder time hitting you, and when she hits you, you melt. But Kami is also just so fast, and her offense is super, super potent. And you know, dive kick is just going to be so good uh, in the long run, just it's always gonna be good if you know how to use it properly. Uh, I watched Punk play a lot of Cammy, and he says that he thinks Cammie is uh, high tier. Uh, and Punk wasn't using the hooligan at all. Like, Punk was not using the hooligan in any way, shape, or form. Now, the hooligan can feel like a gimmick, but there are a lot of situations where I think the hooligan is actually legit. I actually think the hooligan will be legit. Like, for example, uh, heavy hooligan into faint is faster than a, than an empty jump, right? And so, like, there's going to be some interesting movement things. There's some text to get some meaty hooligans. A oh, 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 hooligan oki okay, that's, like, really, really strong. Uh, I think her having low damage isn't a problem. <laughs> I think it's kind of fair. And uh, especially without the ability to change your wake-up timing. The fact that uh, heavy drill into instant as earliest as possible dive kick, uh, heavy dive kick on back roll or quick rise is plus one on block, plus seven on hit as a true meaty is hella good and there's something that i haven't seen any camis do yet that i am really working on developing uh into a true vortexy kind of situation i don't think people are using camis light uh spin knuckle enough (laughs) i think camis light spin knuckles actually kind of broken Uh, but we'll see. I have yet to play her online, and I want to try, so... Um, but I think she's going to be good. I have definitely seen her on tier list as one of the worst characters in the game, and I have seen her on tier list as one of the strongest characters in the game. Only medium and heavy, uh, spin knuckles go through projectiles. Uh, the light one does not. Yeah, I don't think there's really any way she can be low tier, and by the way, they finally let hooligan be good and actually be an anti-projectile tool. Cause like they have like they have given people like the stupidest anti-projectile moves in the world. But for Cammy, like her hooligans always like, let me travel through the projectile so I may hit you with my spin and then she dies. And it's just like, why, why, <laughs> why? Why? And then they just were like, are I, when I saw it in all of the videos, I was like, oh, they made it fast. It's like a combo tool now. Clearly, they're taking away the projectile invulnerability because they couldn't possibly let it be this fast and have projectile invulnerability. Guess what? <laughs> they let it be that fast. And have projectile invulnerability, especially the e- EX one. Especially the EX one. So it feels super, super good. So yeah, I don't think Cami is bad. I think she's really strong. And in fact, I think most people are, are not using her full potential. So like I said, I was watching Punk, and Punk obviously is super good at neutral, and so he was winning a lot with the neutral, but he wasn't using any of the Cammy shenanigans, and Cammy shenanigans, oh my God, she has shenanigans all over the place. Like, I've been fighting some weird setups with her, and I'm really, uh, I, I feel like, the problem is that she's been so boring her whole entire life, because the dive kick just kind of and her foot speed just lends her to being a strong character, and so when you pick her up, you're just going to use her that way. You've never really kind of approached Cammy as a shenanigansy kind of character or with weird tech, but I have seen some crazy tech about like getting meaties with empty hooligans and all these crazy things and I think once we like if we find a ser blast kind of player, if we find a seroblast kind of player who's willing to go ham with hooligans even though they're not necessarily that safe and just be crazy with Cammy in that controlled way, like I think Cammy might be one of the scariest characters to fight up against, honestly. Like she will like you'll just be like, Hooligan, what? He went for the the overhead. Oh, he went for the what? He went for the And I think uh yeah is gonna be really, really good. Uh Jury, I also think is really, really strong right now. Um just from a from a similar kind of place that Cammy is, it's just the, the fundamentals that she has are normals are super good and she looks like she might have one of the most practically useful level twos uh in the game uh, honestly because that feng shui engine looks like it's going to be a problem (laughs) Uh, dude hold hooligan into the throw is like the greatest like like, that's going to be my endorphin right there. Like, in Super Turbo, just landing Hooligan was like, it just made me feel good. But if I can land Charge Hooligan Throw into the Juggle combo afterwards, like, I'm I'm just, it's just, I'm going to be so over the moon. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot Hold Hooligan existed. Dude, okay, so to be fair, Hold Hooligan is not particularly crazier except for the throw, right? So the double kicks have the same frame data on block and on hit as whether or not you're doing the hold or not. It's just way easier to confirm when you do the hold one. They're both plus 8 on hit, minus 2 on block. Same thing with the hold razor edge slicer, the the slide kick, right? Both of them are plus 2 on block. So uh, it doesn't really change their frame data as much. But hold Hooligan into throw, giving you a combo. And the way that she tosses pe- again, Again, I said this during the trailer analysis, but the way she tosses people with the Charge or EX Hooligan, like there's something about the animation of it. There's something about the physics, the way that the sh- they made it look, that it just feels so satisfying. <laughs> So, uh, Power Ranger X, uh, all of her special moves, when you do the heavy version, if you hold the button, she does a more powerful version, except for the heavy uh, spin knuckle. Uh, for the most part, you can just consider it that the charge version is a, a free EX, but obviously it has more startup. So if you actually do the charge drill, it just behaves like the EX drill. If you do the charge DP, it just behaves like the EX DP. If you do the charge hooligan, it just kind of behaves like the EX hooligan. All of it just having to be done while by adding startup time to it and it messes me up because every time I try to do low forward heavy drill, I end up charging the heavy drill because I didn't realize that I hold buttons on special moves a lot. And so it's been messing me up really, really badly. Uh, at least in training mode so far. Cause like I said, I haven't taken her online yet. Um, but I think, um, but yeah, I think she's going to be good. I think Jury is good. Like I said, I was talking about Jury. I think uh Jury's going to be very strong, very solid fundamental character. She's got dive kicks as well. Obviously not quite to the same degree that Cammy has, but having him is nice and her dash is ridiculous. Her stand heavy punch, I think it is, the one where she does the leaping kick or is that heavy kick? I never remember. I can never remember for Jury. Uh, but her crouching medium kick is really good. Oh, that's heavy kick. So her standing heavy kick is really good. So I think she's going to be a very solid fundamental character. And like I said, I think her feng shui engine is going to be terrible, be- uh, terrifying. Because, uh, you know, as I, I saw a combo Persona made, and I was having a conversation with Persona and with uh, Eternal Star, uh, who's also another tech head out there, there's no scaling on meter gain in this game. And so uh, one of the strategies that uh, Eternal Star mentioned was that if you know you're going to kill a character, but you have a lot of meter and the opponent has a full bar, like... There's actually, like, it's actually beneficial for you to extend your combo into as many hits as possible and then get the kill. He showed an example with a jury combo that did 1,500 damage, but it was like three moves. Then he showed another one that did about the same amount of damage, maybe a little bit more, but had a drive cancel, a drive rush cancel in the middle of the combo. They both did about the same amount of damage. They would have killed that 1,500, but one clearly builds a lot more meter because there's no meter gain scaling in this game. So that's actually going to be really important to think of Uh, and to consider when you're killing somebody. If they have three bars for their super, they can't gain anymore. If you're at one and you're about to kill them with an easy combo, if you're willing to go for a longer combo uh, that will do just as much damage, you can then get to the next round with more super meter than you would had you killed them with the shorter combo. Well, the Feng Shui engine also is in that category and we've all seen like her killer instinct combos right every time i watch juri do a combo with the Shui engine it just looks like oh combo like that's what it always looks like to me uh so like i feel like uh she's going to just like if you spend most of your game confirming in the level 2s and then just doing the stupidest long Feng Shui engine combo ever like, I feel like she's just going to have meter constantly. And, uh, and, and, and and because it's more utility than just a combo ender, I think Jury has the potential to be very scary actually using the, the, the feng shui engine as much as possible. I really think that might end up being a game plan for her, and I think that's super neat, to be honest with you. <laughs> You are definitely gaining meter in feng shui. <laughs> you are definitely ga- gaining meter in feng shui, unless uh, unless uh, unless there was a mistake in the way persona had the settings set. Uh, let me see if I can find him. He was a persona's fighters cafe, right? Let's see. Spiders Cafe, I think it is. Yeah, there it is. So, uh... Oh, gosh! Am I thinking of the wrong character? I think I'm thinking of Jamie, aren't I? Persona did all that crap with Jamie. Oh, my God. You're right. Okay, I've seen the super long uh, jury combos. But the meter game was on Jamie. You're right, Professor Maven. I have actually gotten the characters mixed up. Oh, boy. Hang on a second. Let me take a look at this. Aha. You are right. You are right. That is so my bad right there. See? Jamie is just building meter this entire time. No, no timer. See, look at this. Like, Jamie almost got to the point where he could do two level twos. And I think Persona said that he figured out a combo that actually leads into a second level two. Was there a timer on it in the beta? That combo goes forever, but the jury combos also go forever, but she doesn't build meter Okay, so maybe the feng shui engine won't be as strong as I thought it was. I apologize. I apologize Profusely to the chat and to everybody else watching and listening to this. I got the characters mixed up uh, because when I saw that Jamie combo in my brain, that just kind of merged with the crazy Feng Shui engine combos that I saw. So there you go. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I mean, the wiki could be based off of the beta uh, AG42 FGC. Maybe it changed. Maybe it changed. <laughs> but yes mea culpa i apologize so yeah there you go regardless i think jury's gonna be strong uh maybe not as strong as i originally thought because i thought she was just gonna feng shui engine you to death but uh apparently not the case (laughs) uh but i still think she's gonna be strong uh so what was that that was uh cammy uh i said cammy i said jury Uh, DJ, I already talked about. I think DJ is going to be uh, very strong. I don't necessarily think... uh, I mean, a lot of people are talking about him as, like, potentially the best character in the game because his pokes are ridiculous. Also, his drive rush is, like... I mean, freaking DJ, I swear. He's, like... He skates. He's like Colleen in V-Trigger 2 when he drives rushes across the screen. It's ridiculous. He's just like... Uh, But he's also just got a lot of interesting tools. The feints, the, 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 the light up kicks... Allowing him to hit on the way down. I mean it's just basically allows him to cover the airspace and then hit on the way down, which is really potent. And then of course just uh like the arc slight arc changing, jump down, light kick, etc. Like I felt like that was a bug in Street Fighter 4 that they kept as a feature. And it's interesting. They just programmed it into Street Fighter 6 so that DJ's jumping down light kick actually shortens his jump arc by just a tiny bit. Uh, Again, it really feels like Street Fighter 6 is a lot of the greatest hits of the characters, right? Like the fact that Guile has his first third special move uh, ever. (laughs) Uh, So Dr. Arby, the double projectiles at Heavy I don't think are that strong. I don't think they're that strong and I'll tell you why. (laughs) To the pain means that, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) uh, The reason why I don't think they're going to be that strong is because uh, pairing a projectile is a net zero in terms of drive gain. If you are low on drive gauge and you are fighting a DJ and he throws the heavy one, If you are across the screen, it is wonderful, because normally when you parry a projectile, it's a net zero. It spends half to go down, and then you gain half from the uh, parry. However, if you hold the parry and parry a second projectile, you gain another half. So throwing heavy projectiles from across the screen for DJ is going to be a net positive for everybody to parry that projectile, which is why when Guile charges up level two, I just run a screen away and he goes, Sonic, 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 and I'm like, thank you, parry, 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 and I gain like uh, uh, one and a half blocks uh, net positive for parrying all of those. So might not necessarily be as strong as we think, Uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's a net zero. They have stated that in the, uh, they've stated that in the patch between the betas that they made sure it's a net, it's a net zero, basically. Um, I think what they, uh, the reason why it might look like it goes up is because you're probably gaining meter slightly, and so when you parry it, maybe you didn't notice. I'm not sure. Whatever. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's, it's a zero gain on that one. Uh, but that, that is a way that the heavy fireball from DJ is a little bit nerfed. Now, if you're losing and you have your whole drive gauge and he's throwing the heavy ones, yeah, that's kind of annoying. <laughs> That's annoying to deal with, for sure, for sure. Now yeah, now you have to figure out a way in. Um, but uh, DJ is probably going to be pretty good, pretty strong. So, uh, Lily? Lily is... Uh, I was terrified of her at first. I was like, she builds this wind stock and then she gets this ridiculously powerful move that's plus on block. Why? Like, why would I play Zangief when I can play Lily and go wind and then we And then I'm in there for plus frames. But uh, everyone who's played Lily, they like Lily, but they acknowledge the fact that she has to work hard. And uh, a lot of the reasons why she has to work hard is because she is a little slow. But they also thought of it, though, because apparently after you do the uh, the, 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 the Condor Spire... Uh, Her four frame button is her standing light kick. And I think they said her standing light kick is plus one normally. And so if you counter hit with it, she's only plus three. If I'm not mistaken. And in fact, uh, you guys should download the Fat app, Frame Assist Tool. The Frame Assist Tool, because it's already been updated with uh, uh, initial... Uh, Frame data here. Yep, standing light kick is only one on hit and plus three on counter hit. So in other words, if you fight against Lily and you block the Condor Spire, it almost behooves you to always hit your four frame button afterwards. Because how plus is it on block? How plus is the charged up Condor Spire uh enhanced spire yeah so all the condor spires on block are only plus one when enhanced they're only plus one except for the ex except for the ex one which is plus two so ex condor spire into 360 if her 360 is a five five frame startup Uh, command grab, five-frame startup, only (laughs) Mrs. Riley, and only Mrs. Riley, (laughs) uh, on the OD uh, Condor Spire, and only the OD Condor Spire can she do Condor Spire into 360 and grab you, uh, into her command grab, and grab you past your four frames. But if you block the normal one, and she's only plus one. If you mash your four frame button, she will hit you with her light kick, be plus three, and unable to combo afterwards. Now, of course, she can do light kick, stuff you. she's plus three, and now her uh, command grab will beat whatever you do. So there is a little bit of that mix up in there. but, what the Lily players have said is it's not as potent as we feel like it is because I saw Javits putting a video up and I was like, "Uh, well, if she counter hits you with the light kick, doesn't she get a combo? And he's like, no. And I was like, whoa. So the only way she can beat a button after that and and be able to do something off of it is a really hard read into like ex condor upper or something like that you know so it's, it's 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 interesting they actually kind of did a good job with that so you can get perfect parried by lily but again remember if you hold the buttons for it, it will not count the the timing of uh, of when the character returns the neutral to get the perfect parry. The perfect parry is only timed based on when you push the buttons. So obviously at any point in time you could hold the two buttons down and while you're holding them down you'll you'll parry at the first instant possible. However, uh, perfect parries are based on the timing of when you press the but when you press the actual button so if you press it early and hold just because there's a two frame gap doesn't mean that she will end up um she will end up um uh, a, a perfect pairing you uh what if she does dr after the kick that's a great question she might be able to combo off of that yeah but at the cost of a lot of drive absolutely uh, that might be a possibility, but who knows? Maybe that doesn't work. Comboing off of lights, uh, and then she would probably have to do light kick, drive rush, light kick, link into something else, and then she would end up with a lot of scaling. So maybe it's not even going to be that bad, to be honest with about, To be honest with you. Uh, Dr. Arby says burnout is punishing, but that's good. I, I know a lot of people might think you're too weak in burnout. I want that. I want that. Burnout needs to be weak because uh, if you go into burnout, that is a decision. And I want it to be a decision. I don't want you to be capable of easily fighting back while in burnout because then everybody's just going to go into burnout. I like the idea of having that kind of forced thought process and measurement of, of should I spend it, should I not, can I afford to? I love it, because if being in burnout didn't suck, then everybody would just burn themselves out constantly, and I, and I think that's, that's why I like it. Burnout needs to suck. Okay, Luke. Luke, uh, I mean, I think a lot of people still have Street Fighter V Luke on the brain. I think Luke is really good, and I think he has the potential to be very, very strong in this game, uh, but in a very different way than he was in Street Fighter V. And so I think he's a little, I think people are confused about him right now, but uh, I, I think Luke is really, really, really strong. So, hate that it is tied to the guard gauge? No, no, that's perfect. That's perfect. I love it. I, I almost want more things to be tied to it because I love the resource management uh, concept, so. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Luke, I mean, like, yeah, uh, to be fair, I think Luke in Street Fighter VI is actually hilarious. Like, he's way more appealing to me in Street Fighter VI than he is in Street Fighter V. Like, Street Fighter V, I couldn't give a flying fig about Luke at all. But like in Street Fighter 6, he actually legit makes me laugh. Like the way they kind of play him for humor, I think that is really good. Uh, KZ Fusion Gamer, take a look for an app called Frame Assistant Tool, and uh, the icon for it should just be a blue app icon with a fist in it in a white square that almost looks like a YouTube white square. Uh, oh, I already talked about uh, Zangief Banksy main, unfortunately. <laughs> I've talked about Zangief already. Oh boy. Um, yeah. I mean, didn't Alex voice him in five as well? I love what Alex Leigh is doing. I'm really happy, you know, to see a. An Asian-American voice actor voice acting Luke I actually really want to meet Alex by the way because like I just want to hang out with him and like Like he seems like a fun guy to hang out with and be friends with uh, to be honest with you so uh, If if someone wants to clip that and send him send that to Alex and be like yo dude wants to actually like meet you and stuff I wish I could have met him at the launch party if I got invited to the launch party Anyways, Jamie, we talked about Jamie a little bit uh, already. We already talked about Jamie. Uh, a lot of the Jamie players think that he needs to be stronger, and so I'll go off of there. Uh, no, <laughs> to be fair, the launch party thing was more apparently a Twitch thing. It was like uh, it was more kind of like a Twitch Helm thing. So they invited people, you know, who had a lot large streaming presence and stuff like that. I mean, jam told me that. He barely saw any FGC people there at all. So it wasn't like some crazy like, hey, FGC, let's head out to the launch party kind of thing. It was more like a Twitch, uh, Twitch party kind of thing. So, um, yeah, influencers, basically. <laughs> influencers. Uh, am I not? Am I not an influencer? Do I not have the ability to shift and control the meta of what people think about games? Do I not have the ability to turn a game like Street Fighter 6 into such poetry with my voice? As one of the in-game commentators, I think I do. I think that I had every right to be invited to that launch party. I am definitely amongst the influencer crowd. Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, But yeah, Jamie obviously is a character that a lot of people say that needs some help. Uh, Kimberly? Uh, I feel like Uh, again they nerfed her spin kick and I think that's fine like even when I was playing her recently it sucks to get rushed down and cornered and like you die and you can't bust out of situations and stuff like that but that's what she does to you and like her mix ups are gross (laughs) her mix ups are gross gross Dude, like, dude, next, oh God, that alternate costume, oh, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing, making that her alternate costume, because everybody wants to spend the money on that, to be honest with you, because, dude, her alternate costume is so good. I need that alternate costume, like, now, Like, now. (laughs) Oh, man. Her neutral is trash, Professor Maven, but her neutral isn't trash. That's all I'm going to say about Kimberly. Her neutral is trash, but her neutral isn't trash. Because... Uh, stand medium kick, obviously very good. Sweep, very good. Yes, she gets out-zoned by a lot of people with better buttons. But again, I feel like that's right. You can get all the costume twos through World Tour, but you have to maxima- max out your affinity with every character to do that. Thank you, Sir Miowski. I appreciate the love. Miowski says, I love you so much, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, But honestly, like... If Kimberly's neutral was better, if she still retained all the ability to bust out, like people would be compl- complaining about this character right now. They'd be crying about her. I played her. Yes, it sucks when you get rushed down. You've got to deal with it. I mean, let's put it this way. I still felt like I was in so much better of a situation than I did when I was playing Zangief. Like when I was Zangief and I got cornered, I felt helpless. Like ab- I have never felt. That helpless as Zangief getting put into the corner and knocked down in my life. And it was the worst feeling ever. It was the worst feeling ever. But Kimberly, yeah, she struggles there. But you know what? She still has a lot of very interesting tools. Her standing medium kick is really good. Uh, She has the ability to drive, rush, cancel it so she can get out of the corner with one nice standing medium kick. So again, you know, I'll, I'll feel it more, I'm sure, when I play against, you know, platinum and diamond players. But I don't mind her losing the reversal right now because she still melts you when she gets you in the corner. She still has her throw loop in the corner. She still has the super gross spray-can mix-ups on knockdown in a lot of situations. She's... That down elbow is still really, really gross. Uh, She's really, really strong. And, you know, even in the betas, I was thinking that people were overrating her and she wasn't necessarily that strong but by the time I reached the third beta, the more I played her, I was like, no, she's really good. And then now that the game is finally out, when I see her, like, for example, like, think, like, people complaining about Cammy having no damage, right? Like, Kimberly, outside of obviously not having the range that Cami does, is like Cami with the damage. Because Kimberly can hurt. And uh, her corner pressure is more potent than Kami's corner pressure, you know. So, like, Kimberly is really, really strong and very scary. So, uh, I'm not going to say losing the EX reversal is terrible yet. Uh, I, and again, like, I was sad that the Tatsu doesn't work as an anti-air, but her Crouch Fierce anti-air is arguably... Better anyway, and you would rather use it anyway because anti airing with crouching fierce gives you a mix up, which most characters don't get because their crouch fierce can be canceled into run stop. And so you anti air someone with run stop, and you can pick which side <laughs> the opponent lands on. <laughs> so you get a left right mix up in that situation. <laughs> Obviously, you can drive Parry and not worry about the left-right mix-up, but you can throw them and get a t- crap ton of damage with the throw punish. But regardless, it it almost makes my Kimberly stronger that I'm better now with the crouch fierce anti-air than using the spin kick. Honestly, because the spin kick didn't get you anything. Crouch fierce anti-air is a mix-up, and it's it's gross. It's it's really really gross. <laughs> Uh, the delayed fireball to throw with launch is cool from her. What is that? I don't know what that is, Dr. Arby. That's the other thing, too, is I've seen every Kimberly play very different. And I think once we get that super optimal Kimberly that plays in all the styles that I've seen and that I myself have used because I still think I do a lot of things with Kimberly that a lot of other people don't. Uh, Once we mix all those together and get like a perfect Kimberly like she might be one of the best characters in the game even without the the reversal to be fair to be perfectly honest. And so Kimberly as a character, I am not dropping from my repertoire because I'm not keeping myself in low tier hell. So even if Cami turns out to be medium tier or just high tier, but not great, I will always have Kimberly to go to. I will always have Kimberly to go to because unless we figure something out here, I don't think it's possible that she can be weak. Let's just put it that way. I don't, Think that there's a way for her to be like low tier. Uh Kimberly is clearly, clearly very strong right now. Okay, so who have I gone through, right? So like I went through the original eight: Cami, Jury, DJ, Lily, because they're kind of like the all the returning characters, right? So we got all of them. And there's Luke and Jamie. There's Kimberly and uh let's just pair her up with JP uh jp i mean i don't need to say anything about jp clearly he looks like the earliest sign of being a problem in the game right jp oh yeah marisa and manon i'll get to them uh but jp clearly seems like the earliest sign of being a problem in the game like i I feel like he kind of is one of those characters that removes other characters from from the game. Like, I think he just deletes Zangie from the game. Although I have seen Ethazan beat uh, some JPs before, so it might not be completely hopeless. But God, that fight sucks. Uh, But JP is very, very strong. Uh, However, there is a lot of tech people are finding, being able to run through his fireballs, etc. If I can learn to recognize his command grab fireball... Uh, so I can get away from it instead of just staring at it and being like, hi, like I do to drive impacts. You know, maybe that's a thing. Uh, but, I mean, the tech from JP, the mix-ups, the setups, the convert full-screen conversions, the crazy, the counter into back throw into full combo. Like, dude, he's kind of ridiculous. Uh, he's very, very strong right now, and he will be... Probably one of the biggest threats. So, like, uh, we'll probably see a lot of JPs in top 64 at, like, say, EVO. But I wouldn't be surprised if, like, by the time we reach top 8, we have one JP at most. You know how it is, right? When the character's good, everyone learns how to fight him, and and it becomes weird uh, that way. But we'll see. JP clearly very, very strong. Uh, There's very little I need to say about that character. Uh, Marisa... Uh, Marisa, uh, I think seems really good as well. Uh, I think she's super beginner friendly too because like she just deals out a lot of damage. She's less about like having these complex like execution things. She's just punches you in the face and you die. Uh, I think she's really, very solid right now. I wouldn't say she's top tier. But she's clearly high tier right now, and she has a lot of juice and has a lot of ability to be a problem. Uh, I watched a very long set between Hameko and Itazan, uh, Zangief and Marisa going up against each other, and uh, they were going pretty even, honestly. They were going pretty even. Uh, So I feel like... um, uh, Marisa is going to be really strong. I mean, I do think she kind of beats up on Zangief, but again, let's not go there because I think everybody beats up on Zangief right now. Um, I've talked about them already Prowler PX. Honda, clearly very strong, but a character that people need to lab more. And Lily, I know, is a lot of people like playing her, but I know that she has to work. When you fight against her and you don't understand how she works, she feels brutal. She feels super scary. But if you understand that when she gets you with a plus Condor Spire, (coughs) that she's not as threatening as you think, that's one of the things that's uh, important. I I did talk about DJ. I think DJ is clearly uh, very strong Uh, I don't know if he's as top tier as everyone says, but he's definitely in play for being one of the potential strongest characters. Most people putting him in that, you know, A tier, uh, highest tier section right now. Um, Manon. Manon is another character that I feel like because she exists, why the hell would you play Zangief? Because basically by the end, like, her command throw is doing just as much damage. And she has way better range. And she actually has anti airs. <laughs> uh, Jet, Jet Res Radio asks, "I love that shirt. Would you mind sharing where you got it? This was an old shirt by Kaneda, uh, who used to do like fighting game stuff. Uh, a long time ago. It is no longer for sale, unfortunately. It is an out of print T-shirt." Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, you cannot obtain it anymore. Uh, obviously, I love Manon, and I said I wouldn't play her before the game come out. <laughs> I absolutely love Manon, says Raya Lyon. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I think she's good, but a lot of the Manon players are saying that, you know, she also, like Lily, has a lot of work, uh, that, you know, she's just another one of those characters that if you don't know what you're doing against her, That she's going to blow you up, right? Like, again, all command throws, if you hold up, you can get away from. And she does have a lot of recover on her command throws. I mean, I hope they're as long as Zangief's. Because Zangief's command throws, when they whiff, he's just like, Ah, please kill me now! Like, seriously, Zangief's command throws, oh my god. I still think they should just give Zangief an exception. And he should be the only character that can grab you with a command grab out of pre-jump frames. Force you to reversal backdash. <laughs> Force you to deal with what everybody had to deal with in Street Fighter 2. Zangief. Character sucks, dude. Um, I'm sorry. Ah, I, w- I said I wasn't going to do that. <clears throat> the character could certainly use a little more benefits to his moveset. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, he goes, let's get serious. Are you serious? <laughs> uh man. Zangief needs some help. I mean, like, right now, I honestly feel like the game is like everybody A, B, C, and then Zangief. Like, I I personally, like, and again, I'm saying this knowing full well this is day four and knowing very well that I am having a salty, personal... You know, visceral reaction, but I really think Zangief sucks really badly. Uh, so uh, I, I hope they do buff him at some point. Honestly, I don't see, I don't see uh, him getting any better. I don't think that there's any tools that we're missing right now. I just don't like he can't punish jumps strong enough. It requires, you know, you to be, uh, Cleo, uh, just to basically anti-air people with jump SPDs with borscht dynamites. Uh, he gets rushed down in the corner worse than any other character in the game. The Lariat can't hit cross up. Also, the only way to Lariat as an anti-air reliably is doing Lariat when the character is still on the way up in their jump. Because it's not actually truly anti-air involved. You can actually kick him in, you can punch or kick him in the legs when he lariates from the jump attack. Um, everything he does is super minus. His little drop kick is minus 18. His little flip kick thing is like minus 12, I think it is. Dude, that jumping drop kick, the fact that his jumping drop kick makes him jump higher when you charge it, means that it gives everybody more time to anti-air it. I had someone block that drop kick and punish me with a jump combo. I got that drop kick blocked, and the guy just held up forward and hit me with a punish with a full jump in combo. <laughs> a full jump in combo after blocking my drop fully charged drop kick. <sighs> it's, oh God, yeah, it's it's frustrating. The other thing too, which I don't think a lot of people are kind of aware of, is the fact that uh, having no proximity guard also really hurts Zangief as well. Because it's harder to lock people in place. Walking backwards away from Zangief really neuters a lot of things that he does. And every button that he throws out sits there for 10,000 years to get whiff punished. If you whiff a lariat, if you whiff a standing medium kick, his stomps don't even hit low. His stomps don't even hit. I was on Snake Eyes' stream, and he was trying to find uses for the stomp. And he was like, okay, so if I do this with the stomp, this might be good, because, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, yeah, the stomp would have actually been decent if it caught people trying to jump if it hit as a low. And he was like, wait a second. It doesn't hit low? And I was like... Look at the screen. It says a high hit right there. And he was like, what? And yeah, certainly you can stamp, stand block it. And it was just like, um, um. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it doesn't hit low at all. Uh, I mean, if it moved forward, it would be like Nikali Stomp, which would be nice. If it was a special move, if you could, it's a down, down, medium kick input. It is a normal attack, it's a unique attack. I cannot cancel a button into Stomp, even though it's down, down kick. It's down, down, medium kick, and I cannot cancel a normal into it. It doesn't do chip damage because it's not a special move. Like, I don't know, what? What? Like, I see, seri- like, there's only one use I've found for it, is stomp once into SPD. But stomp once is minus three, so you get beat, but stomp, stomp is a frame trap, so if you just get people used to blocking stomp, 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 drive rush, and then you just keep attacking, then you might be able to get away with a single stomp into SPD, but... Jesus Christ, is that really what you're going to do? Is that like, is that really your Zangief strategy with that move? It's like, oh, man. I mean, dude, they just did not want to make Zangief strong in this game. They were scared to make him strong. They were scared to make him good. And again, you know, that's one of the things that you you do, right? Grapplers, you don't want them to be too strong because having a top-tier grappler is, is clearly bad for your fighting game. Top tier Grapplers is bad for your fighting game. It sucks for Grappler players. But again, I'm not looking for a top tier Zangief. I'm looking for a uh, a, 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 a playable Zangief. <laughs> and I really am not sure he's very playable. Unless your Snake Eyes or Eat the Zahn right now. And even Snake Eyes was complaining about the character. So uh, so the fact that he does like 50, over 50% damage with his level 3, he needs it. <laughs> He absolutely 100% needs it. I deleted a lily on stream, and while it was terrifying, it kind of felt good. It kind of felt good. Um, But yeah, I think that's all the characters that I went through uh, at this point. So (laughs) I know you, I saw the clip. I definitely saw that deletion clip. I think more than one person clipped it. Uh, It's so great. Let me see if I can still find it here. Uh, uh, Let me see. Uh, Six MP in the light grab. I mean, it's not even real to be honest with you. Six MK in the light grab isn't even really real because you're minus most of the time. Unless you can hit it media enough that you are plus. Yeah, then for sure it, it is real. If you can get it to plus two, it's it's absolutely real. Uh, but it's very, very hard to actually get it to B+. plus. It requires a lot of careful aiming. Let's see. Clips of my channel. Uh, let's see here. I remember the... Yeah, little girl gets the... Here we go. This was my, uh, this was. Basically, I was fighting this Lily, and she charged up her wind, and I was like, you know what? You're going to Condor Spire and attack. You're like plus one or two, which means it's not a true block string, which means I can clearly 720. I'm just going to wait until you Condor Spire me. Look at me. I have no life. And then I was like. I deleted Lily! I deleted Lily! Keep in mind, I still lost the set, but I still felt good about deleting Lily. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, the fact that everybody has a different tier list uh, is really, really kind of nice. So, what is this? Snake was even saying how that one drive rush BNB he does is difficult. Yeah, his drive rush BNB is really, really hard. <laughs> it's very, very hard. <laughs> uh, um, but honestly, yeah, I think right now Street Fighter VI is very, very close in terms of balance right now. And and I'm really happy about that. I'm really glad that's, that they have it set up like this. I mean, this is like... Clearly, without question, you know, uh, the most balanced first iteration of a Street Fighter ever, even if you count stuff like Alpha 1, Alpha 2, Alpha 3 as separate games, right? Uh, hyper fighting might be the closest one, but again, Hyperfighting also came with a crap ton of knowledge already in there, but... Uh, Street Fighter 6 and Street Fighter Hyper Fighting are probably the two most balanced uh, Street Fighter games on release. You know, pre patches and etc. etc. Et so <laughs> I just played my first JP. Had no idea what to do. Yup, <laughs> yup. If you block a fireball from full screen away, if you block one of those fireballs from full screen away, and remember. The fireball is a high or a low. He's got a high and a low fireball, so you do have to stand up and block them or you parry them from a screen away so you don't have to guess. But don't forget, he's also got a command throw fireball that if you're not ready for and you parry, you get thrown and it hurts. But uh, for the most part, if you block any of the fireballs at a screen away, you have to respect the spike. If he does block Fireball into Spike, you cannot do anything. You must uh, accept the fact that you are getting locked down by the Spike. You can't jump. You can't walk. You can't dash. Whatever. However, if the opponent knows, if the JP knows that you're scared to move after blocking a projectile, he's gonna throw a second projectile, and then you block that, and now you gotta think about it again, etc. So you kind of have to react to it. If you see him throw a projectile and then he spikes, just keep blocking. If he does nothing, start walking. If he throws a second fireball, the other thing too is remember that his fireballs do not hit as they travel. They only hit when the arm swings. So if you have a move like Kimberly's run or a Honda headbutt or DJ's drive rush or a really, really good dash, you can actually just make it through the fireball before it can actually swing its arm. But again, this is all stuff that you have to practice. And yeah, uh, pairing it a screen away is actually uh, uh, a really strong thing because then you don't have to worry about it being high or low. You just have to watch out for the grab one is what it really comes down to. Uh, but, yeah, some people are saying, like, Cammy does really well against JP. I would imagine Kimberly would do really well against JP just because she has the ninja teleport. And even if she doesn't abuse it, the threat of the of the overdrive ninja teleport is going to be a problem for, uh, JP. Because he just always has to keep it in mind. So I think, uh, that would be, uh, really, really, uh... So yeah, I think I think uh, JP might have some problems against some of the rushdown uh, characters. Run slide is another thing that's really good for uh, Kimberly against JP, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Who was OP in Street Fighter V release? Uh, a lot of people, yeah, Chun, 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 Chun was the uh, was the one. Nash was OP on release, but people figured him out once we started. To play Street Fighter 5 instead of trying to play Street Fighter 4. He started out clearly very strong, but after about halfway through the year, after EVO, Nash's quality kind of dropped. Mika still might be considered OP in Season uh, season 1 of Street Fighter 5, but she was just such a wild card that she could delete any character. Her mix-ups were too powerful, and so she could delete anyone. Uh, once people started figuring her out, they weakened. It weakened her neutral. People weren't just getting away with free drop kicks all day, uh, like they were at first. But as the the uh, as the but she still once she got you in the corner, you just died. So uh, honestly, I think uh, Mika and and Chun Li were two of the strongest in five. So uh, yeah, uh, Rashid wasn't as strong. Uh, until Season 2. Season 2 really buffed him up. John Takauchi showed us what you could do with him in Season 1, but Season 2 is where he really became a a terror. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, too. Uh, 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 Investigation Cone reminded me in the chat, but the first show you can scrimmage will be on Saturday uh, this week, which is a beginner tournament. It's capped at 32 uh, because it's going to be really, really... uh, (laughs) Uh, We need to see how to run it, make sure we know what we're doing before we can expand it to that. But it is a beginner tournament. It is going to be open for gold ranks and lower. Uh, I don't know if that's low enough. I don't know if gold ranks might be too strong. Uh, But you have to be uh, currently gold rank or lower. If you're higher than gold, you're not allowed to enter. It is a beginner's tournament. And uh, I am going to, whenever you do get a chance to play on stream, and at first a lot of it will just be based off of lottery, like I'll just randomly draw which match uh, to put on stream, but I will give advice to how you're playing and critique how you play. There is no prize money. There are no prizes to be won for this event. There will be no match arena, nothing, because we do not want to get anybody to smurf in the tournament. Basically, if you're smurfing in the tournament, you are basically wasting your time or you're just an asshole and you like to be make everybody else miserable. But I will also be able to call you out for being too strong, uh, essentially. So uh, the prize is knowledge. There you go. So uh, so I will probably do... Uh, uh, and again, Gaming, let's try it. <laughs> try it. If you want to enter it, Enter it and uh, we'll see what happens with your hotspot, dude. We'll see what happens again. This is a beginner tournament, we're not going to be sweaty about this, okay? We're not going to be super sweaty about this. This is really just to give a lot of people an opportunity to play. And you know, for a beginner tournament, you know, obviously, if it's not teleporty like Street Fighter 5, it's not going to be as big of a deal for a lot of the uh, more beginner tournament players. You know what I mean? Like obviously it sucks to learn in that in, in a bad netcode environment and stuff, but the netcode isn't like the if you're if you're complaining about the netcode because it's making you drop certain combos and stuff like that, you're probably too good for the tournament at that point. So <laughs> and uh I mean even the IFC, ICFC these days right now is anybody can enter from anywhere, because they're stress testing the uh, the network connection, and I, I, and they just want to see what's going on. So, sure thing, Gundam Jehudi Kai. Uh, Investigation Cone will be doing the majority of the toing on the Discord side of things. We're still even trying to figure out if it's going to be in the Chenzer Dynasty Discord or if it's going to be in the Ultra Chen Discord, uh, or if in the end I'm going to end up combining the discords into one. Because technically, uh, I I am Ultra Chen TV now, so I don't know if I need two separate discords. But I don't know if I want to keep the Ultra Chen Discord, or if I want to keep the ChenZor Dynasty Discord. Or do I keep the Ultra Chen Discord and rename it to the ChenZor Dynasty Discord, etc., etc. I don't know how it's going to work. It's not going to be a lottery for entries. It's just going to be first come, first serve. It's just going to be a first come, first serve. So uh, just keep an eye out on my Twitter. Uh, basically, as soon as it goes up, I'll tweet it out. And I'll also drop it into the both Discords as well. Uh, the Ultra Chen Discord. Do, 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 do. Let's see if I can find the Ultra Chen Discord. Uh, yeah, you can register even if you're not sure you're about to make it. Uh, if you're not sure you'll make it, but it will be in start uh, start dot as well. And there you go, uh, uh, investigation cone already linked the 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 link in the chat because he's faster than I am. So uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, whoa, we have some weird roles in here. Yes, okay. I'm gonna have to make a new role in any case. Uh, there you go. Um, yeah, old man reactions. Seriously, seriously. Uh, but it will be on start.gg. Yes, we know start.gg is very confusing, but yes, that's why it'll be on start.gg because for anybody who's never entered a tournament and doesn't know how to use start.gg, I would like you to learn how to use start.gg so that if you ever enter other tournaments, if you ever graduate from the show, you can scrimmage and want to enter the online local or you go have to register for combo breaker or something like that, it'll be good to have that practice uh, as well. So we'll have all that stuff live for you as soon as we can. Yep, we'll get it in the Discord. We'll get it on Twitter, and uh, it'll all be ready for everybody out there. So uh, expect the registration to go up uh, pretty soon. Hard part for me as I am extremely busy uh, in the next few days. As you guys have probably saw, there's a Twitch Rivals event coming up uh, with a lot of good players uh, that are going to be in this event. So um, uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, Hope you guys have a chance to watch this. Uh, the player list there's gonna be the level up your game team, the Tekken team, as it were, with uh, with uh, Rip, Tasty Steve, MyK, Babino, and Sweekin. Uh, the diaphone team, which I guess is supposed to be the anime team, uh, is gonna be diaphone, fame, Kizzy K, Flash, and El Chacote. Uh, again, I, the only reason why I'm quote air quoting it because a lot of these teams are not what they were supposed to be. Like the NRS team led by Sonic Fox, with NRS player Shine NYC, NRS player Wolfgang, NRS player Knuckle and NRS player Mena RD. <laughs> the Street Fighter 2 team with Alex Valle, Amir, Hokuto, Filipino man, the Street Fighter 2 player, and uh, Sabre. The Third Strike team with Otto Maddock. Mono, Safe, Tommy Two-Step, and Li Joe. Uh, Alex Myers and the Street Fighter 4 team, (laughs) which is uh, Alex Myers, Nephew, Samurai, 801 Strider, and Julio. Brian F. with the Street Fighter V team with uh, JB, IDOM, Just a Kid, and Snake Eyes. And Justin Wong with the Versus team with uh, Justin Wong, Coach Steve, <laughs> Punk the <to> God, <laughs> Dual Kevin, and IFC Yipes. Uh, I will be commentating the event alongside Ultra David and Mike Ross. So, um, that's the one that's going to be, uh, I mean, Snake Eyes is not, shouldn't be on the Street Fighter 5 team, honestly. Uh, Snake Eyes should be on, like, Snake Eyes and Nephew should have swapped, uh, teams. Snake Eyes would be better on the Street Fighter 4 teams. Nephew would be better on the Street Fighter 5 team. Yes, Mike will be commentating from Singapore. Uh, this is Twitch Rivals, so this will be on the official Twitch Rivals channel. It'll start at 1 p.m., uh, 3 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow. Oh, no, wait. I think this might be on Maximilian's channel. It'll be on both. It's going to be on Twitch Rivals and Maximilian's channel, if I'm not mistaken. So Maximilian is going to be the host. But myself, uh, along with uh, Veli, I think it they is, uh, they're, they're going to be the hosts. And then myself, Mike, and David will be the commentators, and we'll have a rotation of commentators uh, at that point in time. But, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of people are going to restream it. I believe Sayjam's going to restream it as well. Uh, each of the players will probably be streaming their own matches because not all the matches will be played On stream as well. A lot of them will be played offline, so uh, or off stream. So if you want to see certain matchups, you can follow them on their official channels, etc., etc. It's an uh, invitation. Uh Oh, unless SNKY Octo Gaming. If you're looking for the show, you can scrimmage beginner tournament. It's not there yet. We haven't published it yet. Uh, We we generally like to publish it closer to the date, so that more because it's capped. What happens is if you put a a free tournament up very, very early that's capped, a lot of people enter the tournament that have no idea if they're actually gonna be able to make it. And so what happens is a lot of people who don't end up showing up fill up a lot of the spots that uh, other people would like to have. By opening the registration a little bit closer to the actual tournament date, more people have a better idea if they indeed can actually attend the event uh so uh i mean the only drama mike lee that i know of is about chris g that's the only drama that i know about was there more has there been more or do i just not know about this like i might just be oblivious oh that that yeah 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 oh okay (laughs) <laughs> that that's a whole nother conversation that's another conversation uh, honestly so uh yes the sure you can scrimmage will the sure you can scrimmage will be on uh all online completely online it's open to everyone in the na region right now because uh, uh you know hopefully i mean it was before for street fighter 5 but now for street fighter 6 I mean, that's even more legit, because the netcode is so good. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, and we'll try to run it every two weeks, but obviously, Street Fighter 6 being a big game, a lot of things are coming up. Uh, I was supposed to do it last week, but then I got h- I hired to do that Riverside Game Lab uh, event, and so I wasn't able to do it then. So, you know, per my availability, we'll try to run it every other week and and, and see what we can do, so. Once that gets announced, we'll let you guys know. Uh, but it is definitely going to be happening on this uh, Saturday. And uh should be a good time. should be fun. And like I said, I mean, so far, I, I think I'm going to be the only one commentating it because it'll be easier to educate a little bit by myself, I think, because then it won't be kind of running into other people's thoughts and, and you know, my, my, my desire to, 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 you know, flesh out certain topics, so it won't necessarily me be commentating the matchup, like, oh, and then he went, and they'll be more like, okay, see, now what's happening here, what this player has to learn here, etc., etc. and I want to be able to have time to flesh out my thoughts, but if we do this enough times, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I could really use a co-commentator, we'll, we'll probably try to add somebody uh, at some point in time, so, uh, yep, yeah, but it'll be called the Sure You Can scrimmage. Sure you can. There you go. The Sure You Can scrimmage. Uh, I think Mike is in Singapore because Sien was like, hey, come hang out and visit. And Mike went out there and maybe he just really likes it out there. And the content that he's creating with Sien is really fun. And I think the two of them make a really, really good team and have the potential to kind of bring back a lot of that cross-counter uh, that old school cross counter magic and so and I think he's just really enjoying it out there so I, i'm i'm happy I'm happy that uh Mike is happy out there too so uh I mean when I saw Mike Ross playing, he seems to really like uh Lily right now he hasn't started diving into Honda he's been playing lily uh so I mean I need to visit Singapore I really want to visit Singapore one of these days, so so yeah, it's it's really fun. I'm mean, I'm really happy for Mike. I'm super super happy for him. I'm eager to uh, I'm eager to uh, commentate this tournament with him. Yeah, Mike is in Singapore. Absolutely in Singapore. Uh, we had a tech check earlier today, and Mike was there, and it was four a.m. for him. So, you know, uh, he he's definitely living overseas right now. So, and again, he's just having a great time hanging out with Xian and making great content. Yeah, the Vortex. Uh, I forgot what it's called, Vortex something, or or if it's just called the Vortex. But uh, they're having a good time. He's having a good time out there, and he seems to be happy. He has a cat <laughs> versus Vortex. That's what it is. He's got a cat out there now, too, so I know he's absent. No, actually, <laughs> he keeps complaining about his cat. But, uh, you know, he's he seems really happy out there, and I'm I'm. I'm I'm happy that he's happy. Let's put it that way. In any case, um, I think that'll be it for me today. I think I'm gonna call it a night because I've got to do some editing and stuff and then try to take a nap a little bit or something like that. Because like I said, before I do the Twitch Rivals, I will be doing ICFC Asia uh, for Street Fighter Six tonight. Uh, We've already been running through a lot of the other ICFC. Uh, I know we've done the Europe one. Uh, I don't know when the U.S. one is going to be, but I will be doing the Asia one tonight. I think it's tonight. 12 a.m. Wednesday should be tonight. (laughs) It's so confusing. But, yeah, I'll make sure. But uh, I'll be doing that, and then tomorrow we'll be doing the Twitch Rivals stream so please make sure to check into that one. That one's going to be crazy. Please blow it up. Let's get as many views as possible into the Twitch Rivals. Let's show the world what Street Fighter is all about. And let's have a great time and enjoy ourselves there and watch some week one high-level Street Fighter 6 action. <laughs> uh, but uh, until then, uh, thank you guys. I hope you guys have also been paying attention on YouTube.com slash ultra chen tv i've been putting up a bunch of content four episodes of first attack 2023 are now out up there like i said i know i owe you guys a short frame meter video as well as the frame meter part two those will be coming uh hopefully soon but i am weirdly extremely busy doing a lot of stuff so (laughs) we'll see how it goes But in any case, thank you guys for watching and hanging out here and listening to me and showing you guys the definitive tier list for Street Fighter VI. Clearly on day four, we know exactly what the tier list for every character is. And so I was able to bless you guys with that because uh, I bless you guys all the time because uh, uh, the day that this podcast graced your ears was the most important day of your life. But for me. It was Tuesday. I mean, honestly, uh, God, do I want to actually do it? Shall I do it for the content? Should I do it for the content? Let's see. Uh... (laughs) That is a Say Jam clip. Someone submit that to Sayjam and see if it actually if it works or not. I think that would be hilarious. Um, God, there's so many What the hell? Tear maker has so many weird Ah, oh, here we go. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 perfect all right here we go for the content for the content uh, you know what i'm going to do i'm going to call this the potentials tier list right this is uh this is uh not exactly straight up just this like potential s oops I'm giving myself an out here, potential A, potential B, Uh, potential C, and last, okay, Zangief, there we go, all right, okay, there we go. All right, so this is uh, this is kind of where I'm going with the tier list right now here. Let's uh, let's go. Uh, all right, well I'm gonna put uh, Zangief in here. I can't even find him. Oh, there he is. Okay, there we go. All right, uh. <laughs> the only correct tier list you'll ever see. Uh, so the way that I I would look at it right now is that B, you're uh, you're kind of in this place right now where you are very solid and you definitely have a lot of ability to move up or down. So I would put Ryu in the B tiers. Uh, I I mean, to be fair, like I feel like a lot of these characters are gonna start this way. I don't even think I would have any characters in the S list right now. Like, I feel like uh, potential A would be Guile. I think uh, Kimberly is there. I think Dalsum is there. I think Honda's there. I think Ken is there. I think Blanc is there, to be honest with you. DJ, uh, Jury, Manon, Marisa, JP is probably here. Cammy's here. Like,. And again, I would only put Jamie down there just kind of based off of what people uh, say. You know, uh, Jamie seems pretty strong. Uh, But right now, if I wanted to order them, like I would put JP here. I think uh, DJ is probably around here. Ken, I think, is really strong. Kyle I think is strong, Dawson is strong, Honda, Blanca. Uh, and then down here, like I think Jury is really good. I think Cami is really good. I think Luke is really strong here. Uh, I think Marisa is also very, very strong here. So would I put Marisa in front here, Luke, maybe more than Cammy, probably. Maybe Ryu more than Cammy. It's, you know, it's like really hard for me to say because like, I can't, (laughs) it's so hard for me to say because like, we still know so little about all the characters right now. uh, But that's why I have them listed as potential right now. Uh, I think this is a a lot of the strong potential here I don't know Ken is Ken seems hella good right now Uh, but so does Guile Guile's really good Uh, I just feel like we're gonna figure Honda out a little bit more he's very one track now obviously the one track is working very well but uh the thing is if we do find ways to figure it out, I'm wondering does he have enough to make up for figuring out what it is that he is going to do basically uh I think Kimberly has the potential to be really really strong uh uh s n s- k y yeah octo gaming uh I don't know if I'd put her over dalsum maybe like this um Yeah, I mean, this seems about right to be honest with you. Like, this might be kind of where I, I might just leave it for now. Uh, JP, very strong. DJ, Ken, Guile, Dalsum, Uh, because Dalsam only can go up, he can only go up. I mean, DJ's revenge, unless you're an ST player, <laughs> but after Street Fighter 4, absolutely, absolutely uh honda i think blanca's scary marisa i mean the reason why i have her here is because i'm not even sure if i would put her in a or b to be honest with you i think uh, marisa's really strong uh jury luke ryu Oh man that's a that's a tough one right there but that's kind of what i have so far and then, honestly, Zangief. Just, Zangief is just Zangief at this point in time. And like I said, I'm only going off of Jamie over here based on what other people say. But I'd almost rather put Jamie over here just as a low B tier because I don't even think he's necessarily that much weaker than everybody else. Right? Um <laughs> Uh, Marisa's mid beat maybe, but she does have I mean she does have that parry. She has the parry which is nice. So and then she just deletes you. Like you just melt when you get punched by her. She just you just disappear. She doesn't have you don't have to make very many mistakes against her. And it's a lot easier to make mistakes against her than it is Zangief, right? Like Zangief one, if he grabs you with the super, he doesn't have another super. Like you're almost never gonna land two super level three supers on somebody in a whole game with Zangief. Uh, you'll land probably at most one. Whereas Maniza's just gonna delete you because she whiff punished a move with crouching strong when you were halfway away from the corner and you die basically. So, I, I Manon being at low B only is based off of the fact that other people have said that they feel like Manon has a lot of work. But I might put her above Chun-Li based off of what the Chun-Li players say about her. Um, I think Chun-Li is really strong. But again, B is such a... T- like, this is ordered, but I personally do not believe that being bottom three necessarily makes you bad in a fighting game, right? Like, I still think Zangief could be mid-tier at worst, but, you know, uh, it's just that in relative... Like, honestly, he should be C, but I'm salty and I'm putting him at Zangief tier over here. Uh, even though he's the worst character in the game, he's not, like, F tier. Let's just put it that way, so... Um so this is kind of how I see it. Again, everyone in B is really strong and has the potential to be even stronger once we figure out more about the character. Uh, but I feel like these characters... The thing is, these characters, I feel like, uh, do not have an upper ceiling. Like, I feel like these characters completely can get stronger and so What's the example of an F tier in a fighting game? You know, something like uh, Servebot in MVC2. Right? Clearly not designed to be very strong at all. Clearly designed, you know, to be a joke to die. (laughs) You know, not being very good. We basically don't see any F tier characters anymore in fighting games because we're really, really good. At balancing games a lot more now. We know more what we're doing, and it's not just hey, let's make a character, let's give him these moves. We, you know, people know what they're more, uh, more of what they're doing. You can't even see Dan before Street Fighter V because he was really good in Alpha Two. <laughs> he was actually scarily uh, strong in Alpha Two. Even in Street Fighter Four, he he got pretty decent uh, at one point in time. Uh, Q probably D tier. Uh, I wouldn't say F tier. Um, he's close. He's close, so...